What's up, guys? Welcome to another fantastic episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Stoltz, and in today's show, I'm talking nutrition. It is a foodie Friday, which means I'm talking diet, nutrition, and the like. And today, specifically, I'm answering a listener question, which I love doing, answering a listener question about being a vegetarian, building muscle that way, um, talking about veganism a little bit, talking about how much protein you need, what's sustainable, and just answering an important question as far as muscle building and strength gain is concerned. Now, if you have a listener question that you want answered on the show, I highly recommend you go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact, triple, then the letter F, then the word podcast, dot com slash the word contact and you can leave your question in that contact form i'll link i'll link that link in the full description of this show so you can check it out uh pretty pretty excited about answering listener questions that's my favorite type of episode to do i even like combining multiple questions into one episode i've done that before uh it's the best way for me to come up with content that you guys want to hear and the best way for you guys to get the information you want out of the show so go leave a question I, I mean, anything goes, and I definitely appreciate it. It's a good way to support the show. Thank you for joining me on today's episode for this Friday episode, I think 132 of the Triple F Podcast, if I'm not mistaken. Let's get down to the show. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's going on, everyone? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Triple F Podcast. I'm excited for today's show because I'm answering a listener question. Like I already explained, one of my favorite ways to do podcast episodes. Actually, yesterday, I actually worked on the podcast as well. Uh, That was pretty cool. I interviewed, uh, I'm going to keep it a secret, I guess, of who exactly I interviewed, but I interviewed an entrepreneur. Let's just say that. You'll have to tune into Monday's episode to hear that interview. Had a little bit of technical problems, which was kind of driving me crazy uh, that some of the connections and speeds and everything was low and I kept getting disconnected and uh, it's just, you know, technology can sometimes be quite the hassle, uh, but I am grateful for it. I mean, I couldn't do this podcast without technology and I mean, we're making huge strides. It's crazy for me to think that, I mean, you know, think in the last 20 years, you know, I'm 24 years old and if you think in the last 20 years, the advances in technology that we've made, it's just unreal. And if you think about the next 20 years, what's that, what, what, you know, what's that going to look like? And technology advances, it's got to be just an insane increase. It's increasing exponentially. Seems like day by day, new technology is coming out, new ideas are forming, problems are being solved, and everything's getting more efficient. And I mean, it's cool. It's a big thing I'm interested in. I love reading about tech stuff that's coming out. And it's pretty interesting. I'm pretty grateful for it because that allows me to do this show, right? Couldn't do the whole podcast thing without technology. Uh, But sometimes it is glitchy and sometimes it does cause a little bit of issues. So that was an issue in this interview I did, but it did turn out really well at the end. It took a little bit of TLC, a little bit of editing, a little bit of 
you know, cutting some stuff so everything made sense. But uh, it, it ended up a great interview. I think you guys are going to get a lot from that one. Like I said, that's coming out on Monday. I want to change the format of the show just a little bit. Uh, starting probably next week, I, I, I did want to mention this on the show before I actually started doing it. So you guys were kind of shocked about why is Jordan rambling <laughs> on and on and on and on. Well, in the past, for the last 130 episodes, I mean, I've done interviews that were longer, but for the most part, my episodes have been pretty short, I would say. You know, they're anywhere from 15 to 40 minutes most of the time, and I hit a topic, I hit it hard, I hit it running, and, you know, I wrap it up quick. It's basically the format that I follow, uh, where I have an outline of my answer to the question, I follow through that, I say what comes off the top of my head, I record everything live and uncut, uh, but... You know, basically, it's just me answering the question, or it's me talking about a certain topic in motivation, fitness, uh, in nutrition, like today for Foodie Friday. But I do want to change that format just a little bit, kind of like I'm doing right now, just kind of talking to you guys. I'm going to start doing that more and more, and I think it's going to be it's going to be a good kind of outlet for me to talk about my own journey in health and fitness. It's going to be a good outlet for me to just talk to you guys, tell some maybe funny stories, maybe interesting things that I see, maybe funny stories from the gym, maybe it's going to be a personal story, maybe I'm going to talk to a listener in person, just kind of add in a little more things, kind of increase the variety of the podcast. It's not getting stale, but and the listenership is increasing, but as it increases, I just want to give you guys the best quality show possible, and I think to do that, you know, I need to be I need to be raw, I need to be I need it to be more like we're having a conversation and I feel like if I'm just lecturing on a topic, it's like a class and I want this to be more like a conversation than a class. So that's that's how the structure is going to change the podcast where I'm going to talk a little bit more about myself, a little bit more about my journey, document everything I'm going through a little bit more, at least in the beginning parts of the show. And as the show progresses, you know, after the first five or 10 minutes or so, I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to, uh, get into that topic, right? So I'm still going to hit the topics. I'm still going to have the titles that are about the topic, but just expect for every five, 10 minutes, I'm going to just kind of talk. I'm just going to kind of talk to you guys as the listeners, as my audience, as my friends, as my, you know, podcast family. I'm going to talk to you guys about what's going on with me. Uh, So if you don't like that, fast forward, I'll put a timestamp in every episode about when I actually get to the point. If you just want to fast forward for the information and otherwise, you know, you can listen to it and leave comments, leave reviews, follow me on social media, and we'll kind of do this health and fitness journey thing together, right? That's kind of what I want from the podcast. When I came up with the show, right, when I first started doing it, I wanted this to be kind of a two-sided thing, and it can be sometimes like a teacher-student relationship as far as what I've seen, uh, even a you know a coach a coach client relationship. And that's not really what I'm going for. I'd like to create more of a community around the triple F podcast. And I'd like to create something that we interact with each other. We help each other out. Listeners connect with listeners outside of the podcast. People connect with me and can just, you know, just talk, just talk about anything, life, motivation, business, fitness, nutrition, health, whatever it is, and just chat and just get, you know, a lot of good information, good insights and lift each other up and encourage each other. So that community aspect is what I'm going for. And 
Um, that's the change we're going to make to the episodes, probably starting next Wednesday is kind of when I'm going to start that format, so look forward to that. Got a big lineup for the podcast coming up, as I've been talking about, but just to fill you guys in a little more, have this interview dropping on Monday with an entrepreneur that's going to be a little shorter, but it is going to be all about business and all about how to start your own business and things to consider. Great interview, very inspiring, and really just opened my eyes about what the journey of entrepreneur entrepreneurism, I think that's a word, I'll have to check my spell check, entrepreneurism, what that looks like, right? What does that look like for an average person who's maybe brand new starting out? What are some of the challenges, uh, successes, steps, behind the scenes things that you have to do to get to that role where you're successful in a business? That's what that interview is about. You know, start the new format after that, hitting uh, workout Wednesday and Foodie Friday, still sticking to that format, but going to chat a little bit more with you guys, have a little back and forth conversation more, and answer listener questions, of course. And then the next week, well, actually today I'm doing another interview at 1.30 p.m. It's 9.20 a.m. right now, so I'm recording this show, so in just a few hours I have another interview, which I'm looking forward to, uh, and that one's going to be kind of a nutrition-based and business-based interview. That'll be cool. And then I have another one uh, in a couple weeks. And that one will be an also an entrepreneur, very, very successful one from the area I live. So some good interviews in December, a new format for the show, lots to look forward to if you're a fitness, food, and freedom fan, a quadruple F, right? F, 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 fitness, food, freedom fan. Well, I guess I better get talking about nutrition about the topic. So let's go for Foodie Friday. Foodie Friday. So today's listener question and today's topic of the podcast comes from a listener. And I definitely appreciate the questions. Go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact to ask your own questions on the show. But today's question comes from someone who wants to eat and live in a vegetarian lifestyle. More specifically, she's just tired of eating meat, okay? Now, for some people, this episode isn't really necessarily going to apply to them because maybe someone likes meat, right? Maybe someone likes a good juicy burger, but maybe someone doesn't. Maybe someone thinks meat doesn't make them feel necessarily the best. Maybe someone thinks that meat necessarily... Uh, maybe, you know, some moral reason you don't want to eat meat. Maybe you just want to save money and not buy meat, right? There's lots of different reasons people will go vegetarian. And I mean, it's kind of increasing in popularity right now, actually. Now, I grew up a vegetarian for a lot of my life. And I started eating meat close to when I was a teenager. And now I eat meat. But for the most part, I try to stick to a pretty plant-based diet with some meat thrown in. That's kind of how I like to eat. That's kind of what I think works best. I'm trying to improve my own habits, trying to eliminate some of the processed foods. It's a work in progress. It's a journey. But I really appreciate the questions about kind of the similar thing that I'm going through. So this question pretty much is based around building strength and muscle. So I talk about all the time the importance of building strength, muscle, building a base, getting strong, you know, building that muscular foundation so you look good, you feel good, you perform well. And I talk about all the time, you know, the proteins, uh, how important those are for everything. So the question specifically is about building muscle and strength. Now, is it possible to do that on a vegetarian diet if you're tired of eating meat or you don't want to eat meat or you choose to be a vegetarian? Now, I am definitely not going to, you know, 
say you should or shouldn't eat any certain way. That would be crazy for me to do. I think that everything needs to be pretty customized in health and fitness, which is one reason why I'm doing the show so I can answer specific questions. But, you know, it's another, it's a reason why I do the coaching that I do online. Now, that's kind of a, it's a tricky thing to answer broad questions about how much protein do you need to build muscle and this kind of thing because I think it should be so customized. Now, I can't say one diet is right or wrong. I shouldn't say everybody needs to eat meat for their protein because some people might not be able to. Some people might choose not to and some people might be against it altogether, right? So in short, I guess I'm going to answer this question the right way, which I think isn't trying to convert a vegetarian to a non-vegetarian because it might be easier to get protein. I'm going to lay out both sides, talk about how much protein you need, how to get it from, you know, being a vegetarian and how to manage your health and fitness journey while eating this way. Because if, you know, you already kind of chose in your mind to eat this way, right? If you're the one that asked this question, or maybe, maybe you, you want to eat more plant-based, you want to eliminate some meats from your diet, maybe it's for health reasons, maybe not, but whatever it is, you've chosen to eat that way and from there, it's just about creating your lifestyle around that and making sure you can still get to your goals through that diet, right? That's what I'm going to go over. So obviously, it's going to be easier to hit your protein macros if you have meat in your diet, okay? That goes without saying. Now, if you're a vegetarian, there's still ways to do it. And if you're a vegan, there's still ways to do it, but it's going to be even harder. The most high-density protein foods, meaning the most grams of protein per number of calories there are and per volume, to keep that in mind, I'll come back to that a little later, per volume and per uh per volume and per calorie number, the highest the highest density is going to be dairy and meat, right? And that's a lot of, that's a big reason why a lot of people start eating more meat and more dairy, why that consumption is going up because protein is such a marketed macronutrient right now. Right? I talked about that before about how fat has been demonized, carbs have been demonized, but protein really hasn't. And protein is something that everyone wants to intake, right? There's protein water for goodness sake. I saw that the other day. Just crazy to, you know, everything has added protein because it's such a hype thing right now to get more and more protein. And it's going to be easier to get that protein that you need uh, with eating meat. Now, that's not saying it's impossible without that. And that's what I want to, you know, lay out the foundation for so you are able to eat that way stress-free. I think that the best diet, the best diet is the one you're going to stick to, right? The best nutrition plan is the lifestyle plan. Anything with the word diet after it is going to probably it's going to probably fail. Anything that you say, I'm going to start this diet. If you start, that means there's going to be an end, right? You just need to change how you eat. Okay. So if it's, if it's a diet plan, I would probably say you should rethink that. And if it's a lifestyle, you can slowly build in good habits and get the right amount of macronutrients. Okay. So there is ways to get your protein though with meat and there's ways to get your protein as a vegetarian. The first thing to cover here, though, is the sustainability because I I think you choose whatever you're going to stick to the most. If you don't enjoy eating the meat, for goodness sake, take it out, right? I'd say if you have a moral issue with eating meat, but you just do it because you think you have to, you know, goodness gracious, get it out of your diet, right? It's not worth it. It's not worth 
compromising morals. It's not worth compromising health if you feel terrible. And it's definitely not worth compromising sustainability. If you're going to fall off the wagon from eating so much protein, if you're used to eating 90 grams of protein, you try to boost it up to 190 by eating chicken breasts all day, you're not going to stick to that and you're going to fall off the wagon. So the best way to do things is the way you're going to stick to. If that means eating vegetarian, so be it. If it means being a vegan, so be it. If it means eating burgers every day, maybe you can fit that in. If it means... If it means eating less protein altogether, you can fit that in. Something also to consider in your diet plan is going to be how much protein do you really need, okay? This is something I've been experimenting a lot with. I even did an episode about this Um is maybe people eat a little too much protein, right? Protein's been marketed so heavy, like I just talked about. Protein's never been really demonized as a bad macronutrient at all. I don't think there's good or bad, but uh, there is maybe we've gone to the extreme, right? Kind of leave it to humans to go to the crazy extreme where, yes, there's going to be detrimental effects if you don't eat enough protein, but do we really need a gram per pound of body weight of protein? Do we really need even more than that, right? Do you really need a lot of protein at every meal? Uh, personally, I would say we kind of exaggerate how much protein we really need. And that's what I've been experimenting with is actually kind of being a little more loose on the protein and being more loose on my total eating. So this is going to come back to vegetarianism, I promise. And, you know, eating in that style, eating without meat. But, you know, basically since, since uh, vegetarians have a harder time getting that high-density protein food. Like I talked about is that meat and dairy are going to be the most protein per calorie number and the most protein per volume. It drives me crazy when I see those little comparison memes on Facebook or Instagram where they're showing, you know, one steak has 35 grams of protein and, you know, you can get – or per one ounce of steak has this much protein per one ounce of broccoli has this much protein and it's very comparable to steak we don't realize that that steak weighs a lot more than broccoli right eight ounces of steak is going to look like a normal steak eight ounces of broccoli is going to be a mixing bowl full of broccoli and no one's going to be able to eat that right so it's it's kind of deceiving and it's kind of a it's kind of a an error right there and you look at those kind of pictures where you see well you could get all your protein just from broccoli that's not necessarily true. It's going to be way harder to do that. You need those you know, higher density protein foods. But the question is, do you really need them? Do you really need that higher protein? What I've been experiencing with is eating super intuitively, which is you know, not really tracking. I've been, I haven't been tracking for five or six weeks now. I've just, I'm you know, trying to gain strength and muscle, so I've been eating a lot of food, but I haven't been tracking my calories and I've actually been seeing pretty good results and, you know, staying pretty lean. And it's it's kind of going like I just focus on not overindulging. So not, you know, eating a gross amount of food and keeping things, just being smart about it, right? Not going to all you can, can eat buffet and stuffing myself. Eating sensible amount of food, just eating sensibly. And then focusing a little bit on protein. So I make sure I have some protein with every meal, but not just pounding down the protein, right? Right. Not protein shakes every three hours, not 
10 ounces of chicken with every meal. It's more like just try to have a protein in each meal. That's what I'm focusing on. I'm seeing great results, no decrease in strength gains, no decrease in muscle building processes. It's all it's all going really well. And you know, I would say in general, we don't need to eat as much protein as we think. Now, you are going to see benefits, like I said, from increasing your protein. If you tend to eat too little, you're going to see those muscle building benefits. You're going to see satiety benefits. That's a big benefit of protein and meat is if you eat that protein, you're going to see yourself be more full and not want to you know, snack and everything as much. But in reality, what it's going to come down to is calories in versus calories out. It's going to come down to not eating too much, eating sensibly, making sure you're not overeating the calories, making sure you're not overdoing the carbs and fats because you have less protein. And you know you only need a certain amount of protein to build muscle. And for most people, I think that's around like 100 grams. I don't think you need too much more than that. Now, if I'm making someone's nutrition plan, I'll probably have them closer to 0.8 per pound. So that means 0.8 grams of protein per, for every pound of body weight. Just take your, your body weight times 0.8 or 0.88 if you want to be really accurate. And, you know, anywhere from there to a gram per pound, that's kind of where I'll set it just because of that satiety and food choice factor. People tend to make better food choices if they're basing their meals around protein and vegetables. However, you probably don't need as much protein as you think. And that's step one is the realization of that because with the last two things I talked about, that should kind of already give you maybe quote unquote permission to eat in a vegetarian lifestyle if you want to because you're focusing on the sustainability, right? You're eating some way that you will stick to. You're choosing a certain way to eat based on how you feel, which is good. And then also... Don't stress as much about the protein. That's just kind of what I want to get down to is it might not be a big, as big of a deal as we think. Just make sure you get some protein in every meal. So in a meat-eating diet, that would look like some kind of meat or dairy in every meal, right? And that's good enough. In a non-meat-eating diet, you might have to try a little harder. Maybe you need um, some kind of veggie meat. Maybe you need some kind of bean, lentil. Um, maybe you need you know, extra vegetables or other kinds of protein that come with vegetarian diets, which I'll get into later. But you just need to kind of base your meals around that protein still, but don't worry about the crazy amount of grams that you need. Try to eat a little lower protein even, and I'm betting you won't, you know, you see less results. Protein's important, yes, but I think we often overdo it, and we kind of go the extreme route, which is just classic us, right? It's just classic us to go the extreme, when in reality, you probably don't need as much as you think. So try that out, experiment with maybe eating a little less as you switch your vegetarian diet, and that's going to make it more sustainable. It's going to make it easier on you. You're going to be more likely to stick to it. Um, it. You might need to track at first, just to make a quick recommendation, is you might need to track your calories, make sure you're eating enough, and also track your calories to make sure to make sure that you're you know not eating too much because sometimes if you are taking back the protein, you're going to be eating a lot of carbs and fats, which can kind of be detrimental to your success. So that's basically that's basically what I think is something to consider. In this question, if you're thinking about vegetarianism, consider that you might have to track your food because you're altering 
the amount of macronutrients you're eating. It's going to be confusing with your calories. Things are going to feel different. Go another two, three weeks, maybe even a month or two, tracking your food, making sure you're getting at least 100 grams of protein and the proper amount of calories. See what that feels like and then go intuitively from there. So some top vegetarian protein sources are really going to be the legumes, and that's really what to focus on is the beans and really focus on cooking those well, batch cooking them ahead of time so you have beans all the time ready. That's been a big plus for me. And then lentils are good. They're going to have a lot of protein for not you know a huge volume. That's the problem with counting on vegetables for protein is the volume is going to be so high, like that broccoli example I used. So focus on the legumes, uh, beans, lentils. Focus on whole grains if you're able to eat them without a problem. Uh, I think whole grains are great if they don't bother you. Uh, so you know, very you know things like Ezekiel bread is great, high protein bread. Uh, pastas actually have a good amount of protein in them. Focus on those things, and as before. Just be careful with that calorie count because if you're getting your protein and your carbs from things like pasta, it's going to be easy to overeat, right? If you're having beans and rice, maybe it's easy to undereat because that's actually pretty filling foods and it might be easy just to have a bowl of beans and rice that's 300 calories, but really you're not getting as much calories as you need throughout the day. Now, just to throw in here, you don't have to eat meat to get your protein, but if you aren't going vegan, just vegetarian, throwing in a protein shake is really going to help you. Now, I kind of have all, I've kind of changed my stance on protein shakes a little bit. I kind of used to be a little bit against them, like, you know, why would you do that when you can have whole foods? But I mean, they are just a convenience product, right? As so my change of view is that they're great. I mean, as long as you're not counting on them to build muscle, as long as you don't see them as the magic bullet in your training or your nutrition, you'll be just fine as long as I don't bother your stomach. You get a good you know, a good protein powder, a good tasting one you're going to actually use, and a one that doesn't bother your stomach and give you any issues there. You just have that for convenience. So keep it in the house, make a shake or two a day, and just have that be a big boost in protein. If you are only needing to eat 120 grams of protein a day and you have two shakes, you know, you're going to wipe out 50 of those grams immediately with those two shakes. So if that's available to you, if that's something that doesn't bother you and you enjoy that more than meat, then I would suggest maybe trying to add some protein shakes in just to be sure you hit those numbers and then you really don't have to stress about it. If you hit the if you get the protein shakes, Another thing I like about them is that that kind of eliminates the stress of having to get protein from your diet, especially in a scenario where you're maybe on vacation, don't have access to it, or when you're vegetarian, you don't have access to a you know, high protein density food like meat. So it's a great way to just get in that extra protein and not have to worry about it. So those would be my top is beans, lentils, uh, whole grains, and then also protein shakes are going to be one of your best friends as a vegetarian. Uh, the whole complete protein thing, I think, is a little overstressed for vegetarians, where you know they say beans and brown rice, for example, are like the they make a complete protein compared to meat. Um, and a lot of the other proteins you get as a vegetarian aren't complete. I think that's just very micro details. Now, you know, you do want to focus on good foods. I think if you focus though on good whole foods, uh, you're going to be just fine. 
So my recommendation to you to answer this question on do you need to eat meat to build muscle and strength? For sure not. There's lots of elite athletes, elite crossfitters, elite powerlifters, elite bodybuilders even who are vegetarians and you can get plenty of protein in a vegetarian diet but all in all you probably don't need as much protein as you once thought. We're really coming out with a lot of research right now that shows that we're kind of overdoing the protein thing and we're really maybe stressing that a little too much, but you throw in a couple of protein shakes, you focus on the foods like beans and lentils and whole grains, and you'll be just fine in a vegetarian diet. As always, choose good foods. Don't let, just because you eliminate meat, the only thing I would worry about is that the food choices are going to be a little worse. So you're going to eat more things like chips, crackers, uh, even veggie meats, things like that, that aren't necessarily going to help your body as much as you know a lean meat would. So if you're taking out a whole food category like meats, make sure you're replacing it with something kind of of equal whole food value, which is going to be, you know, legumes, whole grains, or even vegetables. You can double up the vegetables you were eating before. I think it's just fine, though. If you want to be a vegetarian, you'd be a vegetarian, right? I am a firm believer in kind of a you-do-you strategy in fitness. Everything is so customizable, and everything should be customized for everybody. Cookie-cutter diets, cookie-cutter meal plans, and general diet advice is just that. It's just general, and it's not meant to be for everybody. So some people are going to want to eat certain ways. Some people don't enjoy eating meat, and that's just fine. Get it out of your diet if it's not making you feel good. Get it out of your diet if you don't enjoy it at all and it makes you want to give up, right? I say focus on the basics, and you'll be you'll be light years ahead light years ahead of everyone else that isn't okay so the basics are going to be get good sleep don't stress train hard and heavy get stronger and eat the right amount of food for your body and your goals and eat proper whole food and you'll be in a great place right if you focus on those things you're focusing on getting better in the gym you're focusing on recovering and you're focusing on eating the proper foods and the proper amounts it's not going to matter if you're getting your protein from beans or chicken breasts. That's my opinion on the subject, and that's me answering this question on vegetarianism. Foodie Friday. All right, guys. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed a little bit of talking at the beginning here. That new format's a coming. It's coming up to a new year, and I'm looking forward to kind of switching some things up, having some great guests on the show, having some great listener questions. Thank you for submitting a question to me if you submitted this question that I answered. If you want to submit your own question, go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact, which I'll link in the description of the podcast. And thank you for joining me, guys. I really enjoy doing the show, and I'm grateful for you guys for listening. We grew again this month. It is December 1st, and as of yesterday, the downloads were several hundred above what they were last month, which is very exciting to see. That continued growth is what really motivates me, not the total number as much as this that continued growth and line going up, right? So share the podcast with your friends and family. Tell people about it. Encourage people to submit their questions and check out the show. And uh, that's what you guys can do to help the show grow. I appreciate it. And I'll see you guys after the weekend. Uh, Be sure to check out the website and the YouTube channel, which I'll all link in the description of this podcast. 
See you guys on Monday for my interview with a mystery entrepreneur. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom. 